Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature adult audiences only. Neither of us are licensed professionals. These thoughts and opinions are our own, and they should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Instagram or our website at American-Poly.com, where you can check out our blog, leave comments, ask questions, or become a Patreon member and get exclusive access to even more Julie and Matt. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy our show. Well, hello, Julie, and welcome back. <laughs> welcome into, back. <laughs> into the studio. I know, it's been a minute. So this is probably our last time recording. I'm going to jump forward just a skosh here and say that this is probably the last time we are going to record in this studio. It is the last time that we're going to record here because we bought a house. We we did, yes. We did. Yeah, we bought a house. So yeah. for those of you that follow us, um, you probably know that we, up to this point, Matt and I have been dating for several years. We haven't moved in together yet, and that is changing. But I'm but I feel like I feel like you're like 20 minutes ahead of where of where we are in our story. Hello, I everyone. Yeah. We're so glad to be back in the studio. We're so glad to be recording. Uh, thank you for everyone who has reached out and who has still been following us, even though we have taken a very unplanned hiatus. I was going to say hiatus. You stole my word. Did I? Yeah, it's I was a thinking. Good word. It, I know it is a good word. We have been crazy, amazing, like just life busy yeah. stuff has like, it's just been nuts. We're going to go over that a little bit. We're going to talk about like. Our, just catching y'all up. This gonna, episode is a catch up. It is totally a catch up and not the stuff you put on your plate. Well, I was going to say, it's kind of like high in 57 because there's going to be a little bit of everything. There is going to be a little bit of everything. <laughs> um, we're going to get, we're going to cover a bunch of stuff that's been going on with us. We're going to kind of give you the lowdown on, we, we did, we bought a house. We're, we're going to. We're like, super excited. We're about merging. Yeah. Yeah. We're merging everything. Yeah. I'm going to wake up to this beautiful smiling face every morning. I'm so excited. I'm going to wake up to, well, good morning. I know, right? I'm going to be like, mm. Yeah, he's a grump in the morning. That's I am, okay. I am not a morning person no. at all. It's so cute, though. If you guys could see it, he's so grumpy and it's so cute because he's like sitting over there with his coffee cup and his whole don't talk to me wall is up and I ignore it and talk to him anyway and he gets yeah, he glares she, at me. She does. And then I have to <laughs> ask her what she said. And then, then sometimes I have to go, Okay. Shush. I know it's Tuesday morning, <laughs> but you're really loud. <laughs> Which is true. It's I happened. I'm one of those people. I just, I wake up in the same, I wake up awake. So, and it's, yeah. It, it takes me like 45 minutes to, <laughs> for my eyeballs to Poor adjust. baby. Poor baby. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we are very excited. So, but to back it up a little bit, we have not gotten to record since Christmas Eve. Yeah. Which is crazy. But there were investment properties. Yes. That took a huge chunk of time, which was unplanned. It was uh, unplanned as far as what has happened. Yeah. What, the purchase of the property went very smooth, not a problem. There was an issue with one of the tenants 
And that turned into a... A snowball rolling down the hill. A snowball rolling down the hill that ended up costing uh, a, quite a significant amount of money and a lot of restoration. And a lot of time. And a lot of time, a lot of free time. I never want to see gray paint again. Right. I painted so much gray paint. I mean, it was a lot of gray. I don't know what it is of people being obsessed with gray paint lately, but it's an obsession. I don't know. I, I don't know. We've, 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 got, we've got that hurdle done. Yes, I it's mean, done. But... And I think, you know, another thing, too, that kind of hung us up this last um, few months is I'm a full-time, I know I've mentioned this before on the show, but I'm a full-time student, and I'm nearing the end of my um, time going back to school. And as other people could probably tell you, the further you get, the harder the classes are. And I thought, oh, you know, starting that internship and going to school at the same time, it's not going to be that bad. I'll manage it. 18 credit hours and 30 hours a week working. I don't recommend it. No, she was, I I mean, she had so much stuff. Julie had so much stuff on her plate. It was crazy. It was, it was ugly. And then thankfully Matt is an amazingly patient, wonderful person. Yeah. I mean, she's just, I mean, I applaud her for all of her hard work and diligence and time management and everything else, because I mean, there's no way I could have done it. It was, it was a little nuts. It's over now. Thank God. As of Friday. Yeah. (laughs) You notice that Friday it was over and today is Saturday and we are in the studio because we have both been so excited to get back to this. It's like, oh man, we really miss recording. You know, we miss our, we miss our people and it's just, yeah, it's really, it's been rough. Right. It has been. Yeah. But all things aside, we did get to have some fun. Yeah, we did. Now we, now we did have some downtime and we would venture out to a couple of different meet and greets. Yeah. Let's see what else. One of them, we didn't get there till 1030, but hey, we made it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Lots of dancing. We've, we did. We did manage to meet some new couples. We really haven't. We haven't gotten to explore much of that yet, other than just meeting and like the initial connection just because of time. But we're hoping that this summer we'll get to open up some of those doors a little bit. Yeah. We did go ballroom dancing one night. That, we did, that actually. That was hysterical. It, yeah, it was funny. It was, it was, I, I, I will say, if you guys have never done that, and there's a place that you can do it. So fun. It is. It's amazing. And the instructors... The, the couple that was giving the instruction. Now, this is a completely vanilla event. Oh, but, yeah. So vanilla. Um, so vanilla. But it was so amazing to watch. It was fun. Those two, because they were so graceful and so just... Perfectly in sync. I, it was I, I just jaw-dropping how amazing yeah. it was. It was. It was making Matt and I look... I mean, it was... The 90-year-old guy over in the corner was showing up at I mean, we, we sucked. <laughs> we sucked so But we bad. had fun. We had a great time. It was amazing. It's super good exercise, too. I loved it. We were like, okay, when we have when we have five minutes of time, we're taking lessons. Yeah. Some new friends of ours had gone along, and they have taken lessons for years. And so we were like, oh, my God, you guys are great. And they're like, yeah, 10 years. And we're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we're not going to learn in one night. <laughs> we did pretty good, though. We did okay. We I, I like to yeah. think that... I was getting it by the end of the night. I wore a really flippy skirt that flared out a lot, and I think Matt was just having fun showing everybody my panties, so... Right. Which I'm pretty sure happened multiple times, so... <laughs> Live and learn. Well, Live you and twirl. Learn. You twirl really well. I like to twirl. <laughs> 
So, but we did make it out to a few meet and greets. We did meet some new couples, which was really a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a couple weird things happen to us over the over the course of the fall, and a couple of those things I want to get into. Wait, is this the fall and oh, oh, over the spring? Did I just say fall? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're looking See? forward to the fall. I am looking forward to the fall. And then we have some stuff about fall we want to talk about too, because there's some fun stuff coming up there that is. I am so excited about. So, uh, okay, let's let's back it up, Matt. Let's back it up to like February. Okay, February, yeah. 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 So I think that was maybe the first time we got to go out since like Christmas. I think it was. It was late February, yeah. if I recall. I want to say, yeah, it was like birthday-ish time for you or something. It was around then, maybe. But, um, um, yeah, that was the... So, yeah, that was... Well, I guess it was around that time. It was close. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Yeah. And then... And we went to uh, a meet and greet at a new place that we had never been. Mm-hmm. And it With turned out... New, uh, it was a new new place and a, a newer uh, group Yes, that we mm-hmm. had never really been around done before. a whole lot with and it's so fun it was a great venue great bar uh, a little on the crowded side but the music was great mm-hmm. and we we did make friends with the djs because they were pretty cute yeah this is a couple that that do it and we were like hello yeah <laughs> so um and it was a really fun event i really enjoyed um that they there was so much diversity. There were a lot of people. There was a, it wasn't too clicky. There, everybody seemed to be mingling really well. Mm-hmm. It was better than some meet and greets I've been to. And then probably not as good as others. Like it was kind of in the middle, I thought. You know, better than the coffee shop ones that we've been to a few times where yes. you couldn't really dance or like mingle as well. I really feel like if people are sitting, they don't mingle. Like I, nobody gets up. I agree. I, and I think one of the things, too, that made that event so crowded was that at the time that we were there, it was really cold. And, and I, didn't, I didn't realize this, and I don't think Julie did at the time either, but there's a whole big outside area as well. Oh, yeah, and it was way too cold that night. It was way too cold for that. Um, we, had, we have been back since then uh, one other time. And the outside is, was, it's just huge. It's mm-hmm. massive. It's a um, giant patio. It's a huge patio. And it, it, the inside was less crowded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people got to spread out more, but mm-hmm. definitely a great group of people. We really enjoyed it. Um, I, I learned a little bit of a lesson that night though. And this is why I wanted to bring this particular event up. Um, I have a really hard time with always wanting to introduce all my people. Because I will make friends with someone. Matt just nodded his head and looked at me and he's like, oh, yeah. I will like uh, run into people online or in a group or in person and meet them or however. And then I'll have other friends and then I'll have, you know, like I feel like there's always all these little pods of friends. Right. And I'm always wanting all my people to meet each other because to me, that's what the lifestyle is about. It's social. It's interactive. It's you know, meeting new people and new experiences. And that's one of the things I love the most about it. And so I'm always trying to introduce people, not to like hook up, but just, you know, like-minded, right? Sure. Because you're not going to, you're not going to like everybody. I mean, there has to be a level of an attraction. But it doesn't mean that you can't be friend, just right. friends with someone. That's kind of how I look at it. Like, oh, well, I may not be like sexually attracted, but they might be cool people who I just enjoy spending time with. And so... I guess maybe that's a rose-colored glasses way to look at things because uh, it kind of bit me in the butt. It did. It was really, yeah. um, 
I don't know. That was a difficult situation to be in. I mean, I was, I really didn't, didn't understand exactly what was going on at the time because it was just like, everybody was kind of gathered together. And I'm like, I was, that was just out dancing, doing my yeah. thing. Well, I, I had a tried to, attempted to um, introduce some people. And uh, one of the people that I introduced to someone else was like, uh, Hey, I just want you to know that we're not interested at all in your friends. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I, okay. That's not, he's like, well, I don't want that to be weird for you. And I'm like, well, it's not weird for me. I mean, I thought you would like them just because they're cool people. And he's like, well, there's no attraction there. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, okay. I mean, I get that, right? Like that's perfectly normal, but it's not like these, it's not like the the people that they were talking about are unattractive. I think they're very attractive, but it just was like um, very stark, like a very hard line, stark thing. And I was like, well, I really didn't introduce you to play. I mean, if you, if I do and you end up playing, woohoo, everybody had fun sex. That's exciting. I think we're lifestyle people. So I'm pretty sure that's, you know, on the agenda. It's on the table. It It it, can be. Yeah, it's on the table. Right. But I'm like, that's really not like the whole point of it. The whole point of it is that we're all what we consider social swingers. And sure. more friends, the more the merrier, right? Yeah. So I guess, yeah. And it really, and it, so it kind of caused a little bit of animosity. And like, we have not really hung out with that couple as much since then. And I was like, I didn't mean for that to happen. Anyway, I just was a little taken back. And yeah. I didn't really know what to think. And so that yeah. was a weird situation. I think it's it's weird sometimes when you're, when you try to introduce friends, right? Mm-hmm. I, I really thought, hey, we'll just all get along and hang out and go to wineries. And I'm pretty sure that that was a very, very Mary Poppins-ish well, outlook No, that. I mean, it's it's not only that, but I mean, if you were to have a party, okay? I mean, just just for yeah. example, you're you're having a party at your house. All right, it could be a summer party, 4th of July. What, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's irrelevant. But you, you invite your friends over. I mean, just because you invite your friends over, even if you're a vanilla couple or whatever, doesn't mean that all your friends are going to get along. Right. You know, and it, it's the same here. It, I mean, it should be, and that's kind of how I looked at it. Right. I mean, just because we don't play or have sex with people doesn't mean that I don't like them as people. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a total. I'm never going to have sex with someone that I'm not attracted to, yeah. that I'm not into, because I don't feel like I feel like if I did, it would just be bed notching, and that's really not my style. Right. And I don't ever want someone to play with me who's not a hundred percent into me. Right. Yeah. So I never treat someone else that way. It's kind of like the whole golden rule thing of like of swinging for me. Do unto others. Right. So if I'm not really into them, then I'm not going to do that because I feel like that would be really unfair and it would be really almost mean. Well, so, so yeah, I'm going to I'm going to preface this with that's how we approach things. Right. But now, other I'm, people approach it differently and, and they probably have a different outlook. And which is totally cool. And it, and we've been in situations too where it's we've been at like a hotel takeover or, you know, some type of a hotel event or something like that. And we've met a couple and we're like, hey, you know, this is we're we're all four really jiving, you know, mm-hmm. let's go And that's happened and it's been amazing. Right. But I was into that person. And I sure. knew they were into me. Right. So, you know, there is that. But so that was a weird thing that happened. And it was like, huh. So I kind of, you know, have to step back from taking on the little miscongeniality social social secretary role there and not and not try so hard to make everybody all be friends. 
Right. Well, so that's funny that you mentioned that because I've never experienced this before. And mm-hmm. this is something new that has happened to me. And I didn't, I still am trying to process this, but it makes me understand how uh, women get treated in the lifestyle. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so the very last event we were at, which is, it hasn't been. It's maybe been about three weeks ago. Yeah, three three weeks, a month ago, something mm-hmm. like that. There is an acquaintance of ours that is just, I, I don't know, she. She's like, very bold and brash. Yeah. Very bold, very confident, very bold. And she, lady. yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Very sweet and fun. But, but I, I, I'm, there's just not an attraction there for me. Yeah. Like, I, she's a he, nice person. Mm-hmm. She really is. But uh, she comes on to me very strongly. I almost think at this point that it's a game to her for you. Like, it's like she tries to see if she can shock you. Yeah. Because you have this whole Southern gentleman vibe where you're never going to. You're always going to be super polite and super respectful of a lady. And so I think she pushes it a little bit just to see if she can. She pushed it (laughs) because I was actually at the bar trying to find a drink for Julie. I really wanted that strawberry margarita. Right. It was a frozen (laughs) strawberry. It was so so good. We we were at a place that had like a couple different bars at it. And so I stood in line because I thought... And, and I got my drink and I'm like, hey, I need one of these strawberry frozen margarita things. And she's like, oh, no. The bartender told me, no, 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 you have to go to this other bar to get it. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. So I'm standing in line there. And as I'm waiting for the bartender to come over so I can order, mm-hmm. um, I thought Julie had come up behind me. <laughs> and uh, ever so seductively and firmly grabbed my ass. With two hands. Both hands. And, <laughs> and I I'm, I had this goofy smile on my face. And I turn around and it's not Julie. It's this, <laughs> it's this other lady. And uh, I'm like, oh, hi. You know? <laughs> um, Your face is turning red now. <laughs> I know. Because it, t- it turned red at the time. And it was really embarrassing. Because I, I'm really not used to that type of affection. Yeah. Or that type of, it's not affection, but it's a physical touch. Or that type of person coming on to you, or that, like someone coming on to you that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just kind of, it was. Mm-hmm. So uh, now now you can understand fully how I've felt and when we've gone to places and somebody grabs my ass yeah, that I don't know or that is. Yeah, or not, you know, not really mm-hmm. wanted. Right. It's, it's kind of an, un, it's a very uncomfortable feeling that you can't. It is. You can't really just go, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Without being, feeling like you're offending them. Exactly. Or like you're so touchy or something. Oh, you know, yeah. this person's, you know. I mean, it wasn't like it was was bad it was just like you know i kind of wish that you wouldn't do that because right. you know mm-hmm. um type of thing yeah it, not that i don't dislike her i just like she can kind of be a little she's just not your cup of tea baby she's not yeah she's a great person she's super funny and super sweet to be around but she's very bold and she's very outgoing and very outspoken yeah and i think for matt it's a lot of it's a lot it's a big she's a very big personality right so and Definitely not afraid to speak her mind. No. So. No. Or use her hands. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. But no, it kind of gave me a little bit of an insight to um, how women 
are treated not only in the lifestyle, but in general sometimes mm-hmm. when they're out and about. And it kind of, not that I was that person to begin with, mm-hmm. but it kind of gave me an insight of maybe how they feel. Yeah. Uh, I know it may not be exact. I've never been put in a situation where I've been un- uncomfortable to be around someone. Mm-hmm. And I've never been in, in situations where, you know, I felt uncomfortable or really unsafe. Mm-hmm. But to have someone approach you and touch you in ways that you don't really want to be touched by that person, mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of was, I was feeling. You the, got a little taste of it. I got a little taste of it. Yeah. And, and it's, I applaud you ladies out there for putting up with it. <laughs> we don't, well, I mean, we shouldn't put up with it. We should say. I, I agree. We should speak up. Although it is hard sometimes. I mean, we've talked about it on the show with me before. There have been times that I've been put in situations that I was not wanting to be in and it, it can be hard and I feel like the more you know the person the harder it is yeah I agree right? with, I agree so. completely but I, I just I've never like, again I'm going to reiterate that I've never had that happen and to have that happen to me was really kind of an eye-opener mm, it and, can be yeah you know I, I just think the if a man were to have that happen to him and put in the same position mm-hmm I think it'd be like, oh, now I get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think it's more common for women to have their, to be touched or like have their ass grabbed or have a breast grabbed or, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and I'm sure that, well, I don't say I'm sure, but I think that most of the time that comes from a place of desire and it comes from a place of, oh, I'm really, really into you, that kind of thing. But I have never in my life walked up to a man and grabbed him by the crotch ever. So, and I can't imagine doing that. I mean, I don't even do that to Matt. I mean, okay, maybe like if I'm coming on to you and we're going to play, I might like slip my hand down there when I'm kissing you. That's like, that's normal. I that's think. different. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's like not somebody who I'm not like very intimate with. Yeah. Right. And so I just feel like if that happened to men in a public place, what would they do? Right. And that's the same position that we get put in sometimes. Yeah. I mean, especially from so. someone who you don't really want to touch you there. Right. So So, that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just Uh, wanted to share that story. Little eye opener for you. So moving on from that, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about that came up. Oh. This fall. Oh my God. This fall. This spring. I don't want to promise. I keep thinking it's fall. It cannot be fall. I just finished a semester. I am not prepared. Right. To go back to school. No. And the master's program starts in the fall. So I'm like, right. Okay. Sorry. If you let me, all I'll talk about is school. So it's not exciting for anybody but me. Maybe Matt, but... I'll be excited when you go, hey, I, I got to take my last test. Oh, God, right. That'll never happen, baby. It's it will. It will. I promise you. Uh, in two years. But anyway, okay. okay. Circling back around. So there was one other thing that happened. So we, at one of the meet, little meet and greets that we had gone to, we did meet a couple. And Matt was really into the wife. I was really into the husband. It was like, oh, this could be an amazing thing. But they were very new. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, it's all right. I mean, we've... We've definitely hung out with newbies before and we were fine with taking things slow, letting them get caught up, you know, answering questions and just generally like trying to, I don't want to say be a mentor because that sounds really weird, but like maybe just like be a friend and like kind of let's see where things go. Sure. And so I, I always try to preface when I meet somebody new with a lot of people are super texty in the lifestyle and I send a lot of text messages. It's like all kinds of contact and as much as I love chatting and I love people. I just, I don't always have the time. I wish I did, but with school and work, I just, I just don't. And when I'm trying to study or trying to do something, I just turn my phone off because otherwise I would go insane. So 
I, I kind of told him that. I'm like, you know, I really am I'm into you. I think it'd be fun to get to know you, but my time is limited. So if I don't reply to you for a day or two, it's, a, you know, it's not that I don't want to talk to you. It's just, I don't always have a lot of time. And so he's like, oh, no, no, I'm good with that. I understand. No problem. And so for about six weeks, it was like constant, right? Like I would feel bad if I didn't get back to him because he'd ask me all these questions and questions about the lifestyle and about events happening and questions about my experiences and Matt and I's experiences together, all just all kinds of stuff, just, just a general rundown of everything. I mean, to the point where he knew my schedule, like he'd be like, oh, is tonight gym night or is tonight homework night? Like he, wow. he knew my schedule and uh, we were supposed to meet them at a thing a few weeks ago and it would have been the first time that we met up again since we met them originally because they have kids and I have school and Matt has a gajillion baseball games with his son. So there's always a lot going on. And uh, oh my gosh, it's just like never enough time in the day. And so we were really excited to meet up. And this guy was still like, you know, constantly texting. And I had messaged with his wife a little bit. I kind of thought everything was really in a good place. And we got to the event and they were very late getting there. We were a little late and they were very late. They were, they completely ignored us. They ghosted us basically. Yeah. They, they came up and talked to us for a minute when we, I mean, seriously, it was like 60 seconds. Yeah. And that was it. And when we briefly saw them when we were all standing in a group and then we were going to say goodbye to them when we were leaving and we couldn't find them. And that was it. And it really hurt my feelings because like he had messaged up until the point when I left my house, like he was like, what are you wearing tonight? Maybe I should pick your dress and all these different things. It was very, I don't know. And I, and it's a little bit my fault for letting myself get so caught up in this, right? Cause I don't normally, I've learned my lesson there. I've learned to take things slow. I thought, but I did get a little caught up. And so after this event, I, it really hurt my feelings. I was like, well, what did I say? Something? Did I do something? Right. You know, because you always wonder, like, was it me who was offensive? And so he messaged me the next day and he's like, um, I just want you to know, I know you, he goes, I know you were really looking forward to seeing me. And I was like, mm, I kind of thought that was mutual, but okay. And he's like, but I can be a pretentious asshole sometimes. And my wife and I had gotten into a little disagreement before we went to the event. And, you know, just so there's no hard feelings, I want you to know that I've really enjoyed getting to know you over these past couple months. And uh, we're looking forward to hanging out in the group again and getting to know everybody on a better, on a much better basis before we choose to play with anyone. And I was like, I didn't know what to say. I was like, okay, um, it's been good to know you too. I mean, that was very definitely very much like a, a breakup, right? Like a breakup text. and But it was weird because I was like, what are we breaking up from, right. first of all? And don't lay all this on me because you were the one telling me how excited you were to see me that night and how, you know, you couldn't wait to see what I had on under the dress and all these other things. Like, I'm, it really, I don't know, it really uh, surprised me. And so this is why, you know, a lot of people ask why I don't individually date anymore or why I don't get as wrapped up in lifestyle things as I used to. And it really just kind of like brought everything back home for me again on sometimes why I'm a little more, I don't want to say standoffish than I used to be, but I'm definitely more reserved. Maybe cautious. Cautious than I used to be. Because it just seems like I will get close to someone and they will hurt my feelings. And so I told Matt, I'm like, I just, this is the reason. I just can't handle that. And so, yeah. And so I have not talked to this person since then. But it's a great example of 
they were newbies. They had not, they didn't have their boundaries in place. Cause I have asked him, I'm like, well, what are your boundaries? And he's like, oh, we're still working on that. Oh, we're still, you know, every time I would ask him a question, he'd be like, well, we're, we're still talking about that. We're unsure. We're not sure about this. We're not sure about that. And so breaking my own rules of only wanting to play with people who really have their shit together. Right. And so this is why. And so I was like, you know, this brought it home for me that I need to make sure that when I'm connecting with people, that I'm connecting with people who are ready to be in this lifestyle and who are, who have it together themselves. Because when you're talking to someone and you're connecting with a couple and they don't have it together, they're fighting, they're having arguments, they're not setting their boundaries, they're telling you things that don't match up, it's going to fall apart. Yeah. It always does. There's underlying issues typically there already. Yes. And they, they're just using the lifestyle to mask those. Absolutely. And this one really bit me in the butt. So... So that's a story to share with you guys. And I I know it doesn't happen to everyone. I know it doesn't happen every time. But it is maybe perhaps a reason to be slightly cautious. Mm-hmm. So I think I just get hurt easy. I think that I just have one of those kinds of hearts that I like everybody and everybody's always my friend. And then I just expect everybody to be as nice to me as I am to them. So, right. which is a little Pollyanna-ish, but you know, it's Mary okay. Poppins, Pollyanna, whoever, you know, it's right. all one of those people. It's so. really Pollyanna. <laughs> And grab some of those pigtails or something. Right, you could. I think you could pull that off. <laughs> Red ones, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a really weird situation. Uh, I really wasn't sure how to mitigate some of that for you because when you brought that up to me, I really had to think about this because I, initially I just wanted to go, okay, you know, who cares? But they're new and they they don't know what they want. Right. Type of thing. But that was really the, I, I really had to think about that because that's not what you were telling me when you brought that up. Mm-hmm. So right. I needed to hear what you needed, what you were saying. Like, you know, it really hurt my feelings that this happened. And the way that we discussed it, I even brought it up to you. I'm like, I, I, I so want to just say, who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, these, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the long run. And, but that's, it was so much more than that. I think that you had a connection with the wife initially but you hadn't really had a lot of contact with her. Yeah. And I had a ton of contact, even though, you know, I don't really have a ton of time, which made me feel super stressed out because I was like, but I felt bad when I couldn't reply or, you know, like there'd be three messages or four messages waiting for me. And I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, you know. And so I think I was just more, maybe slightly more emotionally invested. And I try not to let myself get that way early on. I'm so, usually so careful about that. But uh, I guess I let my guard down a little bit. Unlike Julie, I am not a big texter. No, he is not. Um, he isn't. It's so funny because people will be like, we never hear from Matt. I'm like, you won't either. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I prefer, I just, I mean, we talked about this before. I just prefer to talk in person. You can see the animation of their hands when they talk. You can see their facial expressions. And mm-hmm. um, I just have this big thing where you stuff gets lost in translation. For sure. And I don't, I don't want that to happen. It's so easy to be miscued and say the, you know, type something that you don't mean at all. And it really offends the other person, you mm-hmm. know, when you say it uh, on text. So, yeah, I, I totally get, I get that. I get that. I do. But I, I want to talk a little bit more about like how you brought that up to me and then how I was able to kind of talk you back off that ledge a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think listening to you and offering you some advice, like asking you questions about 
what was it that triggered these emotions for you and what brought these feelings on? Mm-hmm. Was it just the fact that you had grown close to him mm-hmm. or was it that you, you know, you had expectations mm-hmm. type of thing and kind of digging more towards the root and helping us both discover what it initially is that brought all these feelings together. For sure. Yeah. Um, instead of just going, well, this is how it happened. Right. Or just saying, oh, you know what? Fuck them. Whatever. Right. Yeah. But I mean, and, we, and you can say that you can say, well, they, you know, obviously they don't have it together and they're not that interested or whatever. Right. Right. But I think for me, there was just that feeling of I let myself be vulnerable to that person. And then they basically just like cut the connection cold turkey. Right. But I, I mean, it, felt, it just felt. Like a slap in the face to my friendship. I mean, it's one thing if you don't want to play with me. I'm totally, I totally get that. If you're not interested in me, perfectly understand it. Because there have been times when I've not been interested in somebody, but I like them. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. But to to basically say that my friendship doesn't have value, that's what really hurt my feelings. I'm like, you know what? It absolutely fucking does. Right. It really actually kind of made me mad. Yeah. And I have I mean, short temper. So. Yeah. I think just... And I think that's important to remember, especially, and I know we talked about this a little bit before in the show, but I just kind of want to reiterate with this conversation that we had is women are very emotional creatures mm-hmm. in general. And I don't mean that in a bad way at all, but being able to ask questions and kind of help um, your partner along that journey of figuring out what the cause was mm-hmm. to the feeling that they're feeling. Mm-hmm. It did is help. key. Uh, and instead of just voicing your opinion and being like, well, I would just say, say la vie. I don't really care. Right. You know, if you don't find my time worthy of being around or me being and present in your life, then, you know, I don't really need you in my life. Right. Type of thing. But exactly. that's not the answer that you needed mm-hmm. uh, in this situation because you were really, you were really upset about it. It just, it just really, it was like kind of like a slap in the face in it. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. I mean, because you had invested time. You invested, mm-hmm. you know, you know, thought and emotion and feeling into your text and conversations that you guys had. Mm-hmm. And in the and... space of like an hour and a half, <laughs> you just don't expect things to just slap you in the face, right? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I and I, I just kind of wanted to, to point that out to people is like, I could have just voiced my opinion to our listeners. You know, I could have said, hey, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There's more fish in the sea. Right. But that's not how to handle the situation. Well, and it's not what I needed in the moment, right? And so you're trying to be supportive. Even in general, though. I mean, when you're hurting and upset, Mm -hmm. it's not my job to go, well, this is what I would do. Mm -hmm. Because that's not what you need. You need me to be supportive and you need me to listen and you need me to understand. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's in a relationship when you're dealing with a lifestyle in and or in or out of the lifestyle, it's important to listen to your partner and ask the questions and try to figure out what the cause was to the effect. Right. For sure. I, I think that that's really important. And that's, like you said, it's important whether you're talking about a non-monogamous or a monogamous relationship. Either way. Yeah. It's it's good to be heard. It's good to to know that your partner hears you. Right. Beyond just you know, their opinion. And to even bring this more home as an example, a few weeks ago when I was studying for finals and I was super stressed out, I mean, just like, I'm pretty sure my hair was standing on end. It was so bad. And uh, I had all these things on my plate. Like I I literally had a timeline 
of all the homework I had to do and all the finals I had and like when I was going to study for each thing and how many hours it would take to do each assignment. I had this like a two week timeline, which is pretty crazy. I know, but it's the only way I get through life. So, and uh, I'm telling Matt all this. I'm like, I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. And he's like, okay, well, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like let you do your thing and I'll just see you whenever, you know, you have time and I'll just, I'm, you know, you do your thing, you do this, you do that. And he was kept saying to me, you do, you do, you do. And I got a little, not frustrated, but it just, I, I needed him to realize that instead of telling me what I needed to do, what I really wanted him to do was ask me what he could do to help. Instead of saying, I think you should do this. What I wanted was, what can I do to help you with this? Exactly. And so when I mentioned that, he's like, oh, and I could just, I could literally just see it in his eyes. And he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I was just trying to fix it for you. And I think that he thought by telling me what he thought that I should, he, what his thoughts that I should do would be fixing it, right? Like Matt is a fixer. He's going to, you got a problem. He's going to fix it. That's just how he rolls. That's what he does. He's fabulous at fixing. And so that was what he was trying to do. And I'm like, but that's, that's not what I need. What I need is for you to say, how can I help you? I'm on your side. What do you need from me? What can I do to make this better? And I'm like, could you pick up the dog? <laughs> <laughs> pick up Murphy from day camp. <laughs> so yeah, and, and I'll be I'll be I'll be the first to admit that I have a hard time reading between the lines sometimes. Right. But that is just a prime example. But once he realized it and you could just like literally see it in his face and he's like, Oh my God, that's what you need. I can help you now. Yeah. And it and actually I think it made you feel better. It made me feel a lot better. And it made me feel better. And so sometimes your partner is trying so hard to help. And I have to be the one to realize he's trying really hard. He just doesn't know what he doesn't know what I need. He doesn't know what I want. So I have to tell him so that he can do his part too. So you know, when your partner, like Matt was just saying, you have to ask the questions. You can't just give your opinion. But it's on the other person, too, to, to speak up and say, this is what I really need from you. Mm -hmm. Whether it's lifestyle related or whether it's, you know. Can you pick up the fucking dog? <laughs> right, please. <laughs> so, and it wasn't, it, I'm, I'm making a joke about We this. are, but that it, is exactly what it is. And maybe for people, it's listening when they have a situation like I did where somebody hurts them. Yeah. I know that that's happened with Ashley and Sam so many times. Mm -hmm. Ashley is even more sensitive and more sweet than I am. And that girl wears her heart on her sleeve down low. <laughs> it's like at her wrist. Yeah. I mean, she is the most, she's so kind. She's so caring. And once you're her person, she's so incredibly loyal. And yeah, she gets her heart broke. Yeah. And so I know Sam has had to, to put those pieces back together. And it, and it doesn't even have to revolve around uh, lifestyle stuff at all. No, I mean, it, like it, it can, can be regular It, it can life. be the dog. It can be the kids. It can be groceries. It can right. be anything. You know, I mean, if your partner is like super stressed out over stuff at work or, you know, maybe there's stuff in the family going on and you're like, hey, hey, you should do X, Y, Z and it'll all be better. And like they don't see it from where you're standing. Right. So you have to ask the questions like, hey, and it's on your partner to say, hey, I need you to get the groceries this week, or I need you to, you know, take the kids to their sports thing, or I need you to, you know, go over and cut my parents' lawn because I just don't have time. Mm -hmm. uh, Dad's sick and in the hospital, and I gotta, I gotta be there for him. Right. So, There's so many things that go on in our lives every single day. Right. And so, whether you're in the lifestyle or whether it's vanilla life, it's definitely something to keep in mind to 
try to read between the lines, try to figure it out. And for also, if you're on the other side of that fence and you're the one stressed out, articulate, what can they do? Because I think at the root of it, like in our situation, Matt just wanted to help. He's like, you are, you're so stressed. I would, I would do anything I can to help you. And that's the tone I'm getting from him. And that's why he's like, well, you know, do you just do this and you do this and you do this and you'll be fine. Right. And I'm like, well, that's not really how it works. I need, I need this. Yeah. And so, and I was just like, Hey, I know you have a lot on your plate and you know, I know you want to see me. Hey, I I know you got finals. Like just take the time to do it, Mm -hmm. get your stuff done. And then we can regroup on the weekend. Right. And you're like, no, I'm like, no, I don't want to go five days without seeing you. And right. I need time with you. Time with you is a de-stress for me. It's, it's cuddle time is important. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but cuddle time is important. I didn't, like, I didn't realize, I. I didn't realize to the extent <laughs> of how much that really de-stresses her it does. until we had the conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, so. no, I really need, I need that downtime. I mean, your brain just can't absorb 24 hours a day. So this is a great segue into... Our next little topic. What's our next topic? Our next topic is our house. Oh, it is. Aw. I'm so excited about this. This is a very cool thing. It is. It is a little nerve-wracking. It, it is a little nerve-wracking because there's a lot of components that have to happen. A lot of moving parts. When you have two households that are coming into one. I mean, the, the sheer number of mixing bowls alone. I'm thinking the spice cabinet. I know, right? We both love to cook. And oh my God, we, we're going to have the mother of all yard sales after we move into that house. Or either that or we're going to have the biggest bake sale we've ever seen. Something. Ever, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. But this was something that, so to preface this, this is something that Matt and I have talked about before. And we're like, we'd like to live together at some point. This would be amazing. The thought process was maybe I would finish school first. And then I think it all started with one house and we went and looked at it and we were like, we love this. We'll make an offer. And then we lost the offer. Mm-hmm. And that was like the avalanche rolling down the mountain. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, well, let's look at this house. Well, let's look at this house. And then we saw this one and we just knew we both walked in and we're like, this is, this is it. This is the house we can see ourselves in. And I don't know if any of you out there know about this crazy, horrifically bad, awful <laughs> bottom of the fucking barrel house market that we're in but it is so bad it, it is, is awful. so bad uh, and so the fact that our offer got accepted and it was the only one i don't know how that i mean we got so lucky we saw this house on a friday there was a massive storm on saturday in the area and like no one looked at it and yeah, then the people scheduled to look yeah at it, and, and they, they all can't i guess because this terrible storm and then the realtor called me Sunday morning and was like, they took the offer because she needs to close. She's moving. She's already got a closing date. So can you close in three weeks? And we're like, yep. <laughs> yeah, not a problem. <laughs> so it was, a, it was actually a really perfect storm all the way around. It was like, it, it's just crazy. We both had leases that were really close together. Yeah. And it was just like. Everything ending, Yeah, ending really close together. Yeah. And it was just like, it was just, it was just, it's been really bizarre. It has been. So. Now we are Matt and Julie of the same household in about nine days, eight days, something like that. Really closely. <laughs> Let's see. I don't even have half my stuff packed. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't I, I've got uh, most of it, but not all. Ooh, I got a lot of packing to do. But yeah. in unfairness, you know, finals. 
Right. So, but uh, we are really excited. We're hoping that this gives us the opportunity to record more. Yeah, that and, uh, you know, we've already got some things that we want to do and we've gotten some ideas already. We're excited to have host our own little get-togethers. Not that we haven't done it before, but I mean, it's just like, hey, this is our house now. And if you need a place to crash, we've got extra bedrooms now. I know. This is very exciting. I mean, it used to be that I had a tiny little, my guest bedroom bed was a full Right. And I'd be like, you guys are welcome to sleep on it, but if you're over five foot five, your feet are going to hang off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's made for midgets. <laughs> right. So but now we'll have space. We'll have space. Yeah. And it's going to be really. We're super excited. Yeah. It's going to be so, fun. It's a, it's a very positive move in the right direction for us. And we couldn't be happier. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So that's going to bring me on to the next thing. Because we're talking about the future. We're talking about oh, we things are talking that are coming. About the future, aren't we? So, in. What is that? That's future music. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Matthew's having a bourbon while we're doing our recording, and I, I, I think the bourbon got to his head. <laughs> that, that one that one little drink, baby. <laughs> oh my goodness. What are we what are you no enjoying comment. tonight? Did you want to share? Because now I don't know if any of you out there are bourbon aficionados, but Matt really is. I try to be, but he really is. Um, so this is an interesting bourbon that uh, we actually watched a show last night. If you if you enjoy bourbon at all or you're a history buff at all, this, uh, I was fascinated by the whole thing. Just it's, the history of it was just amazing. Some of the stories that were just oh the told, documentary the documentary it's mm-hmm. called Neat yes uh, and I'm I'm not I'm just this is it was just really cool it was super cool if you're into Kentucky history definitely watch it yeah so. um, but, but but what drink are you having so you? this is one we picked up when we were in. When we went up to the Upper Peninsula, right? Upper Peninsula. Uh, yeah. Uh, the UP. Up yeah. There in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Cheese Place. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a local thing from up there. It's called Driftless Glen, I believe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it was good. It was uh, vanilla-y and a little spicy. Yeah, it's like a spicy vanilla mm-hmm. type of But thing. really and good. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's got a little bit of a, a burnt caramel taste to it. And, mm-hmm. I got uh, chai the, tea. Uh, on the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there's got it's got some kind of like chai spices mm-hmm. and stuff. And, it's I mean, good. If you drink a lot of bourbon, then you can start noticing the nuances, but it's interesting. Yeah. The, it was the, neat, the neat documentary kind of explains how all of the process takes place. And should so. definitely watch it. I loved it. So I lost, I kind of lost my You were talking about my bur- We were talking okay. about the future. I'm like, what the hell? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. There we go. Okay. There's yeah. the music again. Okay. So 52 <laughs> days. 52 days? Yeah. 52 days, baby. So we... Naughty in New Orleans. We we are going to New Orleans. We are. So if and any of our listeners are going to be there, you get to meet us. Yes. Which I'm slightly nervous about. Yeah. Don't be weird. On... Oh. <laughs> don't be like fangirl and fanboy. No, they can fan... They can fan me all they want. Can they? I love the attention. No, I'm just What kidding. kind of palm leaves do you like? What? Do you like oh the God. big elephant ear or do you like the... Matthew. I know. I'm just teasing. I might be fangirling on a few people, honestly. Yeah, I'd like to meet some and, of the other. And if you're listening, oh, you know who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know but, who they are. <laughs> Crushes. Anyway, uh, we are super excited about going. We are definitely hoping to meet some of you. And uh, we're hoping to have a really good time. And yeah, so. Get away, so. If, if for those of you who don't know exactly what Naughty in New Orleans is, it's a four-day event or five-day five event. Five-day event. Eat your Wheaties. Yeah. It's a five-day hotel 
takeover mm-hmm. in New Orleans. There's going to be uh, in the in the French Quarter on Bourbon Street. Yeah, but there's it's more than just hotel takeover. Oh yeah. There's um there's going to be classes mm-hmm. of like um. Everything from rope tying to BDSM to, to communication, everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, relationships and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it runs a gamut. There's also going to be various meet and greets mm-hmm. um, at some different bars and restaurants there along mm-hmm. with stuff. There's some speed dating type stuff that they do. Yeah, there's, there's also going to be a ball. There's going to be... Um, theme nights. Theme nights. Um, it, it's just, it's going to be an incredible event. I've never been to New Orleans before Julie's been. Mm-hmm. So we are actually going to sneak away uh, a little bit on our own and go see some of New Orleans, which I'm super and excited about. It'll be a lot of fun. And eat some super yummy food. He has to have at least one beignet. And everyone knows he has to have a cup of coffee from Cafe Du Monde. Even though, I don't, I mean, Cafe LA is okay. It's a little weak for me, but he has to try it. And you you must have shrimp etouffee. Oh, because it's the best. If if it's got shrimp in it, I'm down. <laughs> I mean, I like gumbo and I like jambalaya and all that, but etouffee is where it's at. Pretty sure I can feel my butt getting bigger when I eat it. Yeah. But it's worth it. Hmm. So then you just go sweat it off because it's so freaking hot in New Orleans. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're we're really looking forward to that, and it's going to be our first event going. It's our first time going, and we're actually going to be set up in the. They do have a podcaster meet and greet one of the days. I think it's on Thursday, uh, midday, and we won't be recording at that meet and greet because it's it's going to be loud. So sure, we, we, you guys wouldn't be able to hear us. It'd be crazy loud. But we are going to be there meeting people, and we have some little freebies because who doesn't love a freebie? <laughs> you I mean, say that everyone so, loves a freebie. You, you look at me and you say that. And I'm like, okay, we can turn this off now. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's all about a freebie. <laughs> Just the way you said it. Your face is so rough. I know, but you looked at me and you kind of cocked your head and you're like, freebie. I'm like, oh, oh, is it that time already? And wow. singing his tune. <laughs> And then uh, there, there's, <laughs> you just can't get over that. There's rumor that there might be a giveaway. Oh, really? Matt was going to have a giveaway of one of his favorite things. I am? You talked about it. Man, I'm going to have to, we're going to talk about this. You, you talked about maybe doing a, a uh, registration. Like if you follow us on Instagram, then we were going to register everyone for a oh, bottle right. of your favorite Oh, right, 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 so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll illegally ship it to you in the mail, which is illegal, but we're willing is to break it? the law. I don't think it's illegal. You know. I think it is illegal to ship alcohol across state lines, baby. No, you can you can order it. I was going to order a bottle. For oh, you. you're going to order it. I thought we were shipping it. No, we can order it. Oh, it okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we're really, we think it'll be a great time. So if you're going to be going and you want to meet us, Definitely come to the podcaster meet and beat. Drop us a line on Instagram. Drop Wait, us an is email. Is it the meet and beat or the meet and greet? I said meet and greet. Didn't I, I thought you said meet and beat. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I'm not beating anyone. Maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, meet and greet. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. I'm. I'm. Maybe I, we can play it back. But I'm pretty mm. sure that you said beat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And definitely let us know. If you're going to be there, because we would love to connect with some of you. So definitely yeah. let us know. Uh, drop us an email or Instagram. Reach out to, yeah, reach out to yeah, us. Where, we can, do, where can we find, where can they find us on Instagram? It's uh, at Julie American Polly yeah. on Instagram. We are probably hotter on Instagram than we are anywhere else. We definitely get on there more than we get on anything else. Um, and actually that's me. 
I know. <laughs> right. I don't have time. I know. Right. I'm so <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I, I don't text, but I will get on Instagram and at least I try to post pictures of what we're doing. Yeah. We, we're we, really bad about that. We're trying to get better. Yeah. We so. actually went to the symphony for Julie's birthday. We did. Yeah, yeah. we did. We snuck away for a little bit. It was yep. amazing. Yeah. That was a funny night. Matt took me to the most amazing restaurant. Oh my God. It was so good. It was, it was one of those places where you could literally lick your plate. Good. It was good, so actually. Good. Yeah. And uh, and Julie had some amazing bourbon that we were going to buy. Whistle Pig 12 year or 15 yes, year? Something like that. Year. It was delicious. Yeah. And then we have these, we have these really full tummies. We're all beautifully dressed. Matt has on a really nice suit and I had a really nice dress. And we go to the symphony and it's a harp concerto, which was beautiful. Amazing. <laughs> it's warm in our little private box. And this heart music is playing and it's like a lullaby and I have a full belly and I am like nodding off. And I'm like, wake up, wake up, wake up. And it was so hard. And I was like, could not wait for the second half because that's when they brought in some of the brass and it was a little louder because it was. It was more a beat. I mean, yes, it's faster. The second tempo. half was. But the first half, I'm telling you, if you're going to go listen to heart music, do not eat a big meal and in a warm symphony box <laughs> yeah drink a red bull oh my god <laughs> um because i yeah between the uh the drinks at dinner and the full bellies oh and my it goodness. was just like it was rough it was just yeah i'm surprised they didn't stop and go hey can you guys stop snoring up there i know right it was so bad but we we really we'd really had a really great time and i and kudos to matt for making my birthday amazing oh it was not so bad to get a year older when it's done in such a nice way so oh my goodness i think that's the nicest compliment i've ever gotten from me well, just like as I far tell as you a birthday. All the time how much I love your cock. I know, but I'm saying as far as like, you know, actual birthday. Aw, thanks. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what? okay, one other thing we wanted to touch on real quick. And I know we've kept you guys on this one a long time, but we had a lot to say. I mean, we haven't talked to you in six months. So Pod Bash. In Florida. In Florida, in Kissimmee at Caliente in October. There is definitely some stuff happening there. Look it up online. Um, there is, if you want to meet your favorite podcasters, there's a big group of them going and there will be recording there and having a great time. It's a four-day weekend. Um, I, I know that there's several different podcasts that are going to be having some fun there. We are going and we are fangirling, fanboying. We are not going to be uh, presenting, but we're definitely going to be going to meet our fellow compadres and have a really good time. So definitely look it up. Caliente, Kissimmee, Florida. I think it is the third weekend of October. Yeah, it's late. It's um, it's fall break for me. So yeah. I'm thinking it's the third weekend. So uh, yeah, we'll be getting suntans. And... We're not going to be getting suntans. You're going to be getting a suntan. Julie will be dipped in SPF 100 at least. So the entire four days. Yeah. Unfortunately. I just can't do it. You don't want me to look like a lobster. Redheads don't tan. We just don't. We freckle. And then you can connect the dots. <laughs> I'll connect the dots. Will you? Yeah. I mean, I tried doing the tanning bed thing one time, and I had freckles in places that ladies should not have freckles. Oh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> it's just not good. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no tanning. Oh, but Matt tans who's, amazing. Who's turning red now? Well, that's because I'm thinking of all the freckles around my ass. But yes. Oh, <laughs> you definitely got to do it no. now. Yes. No. I don't want the burn. And it's bad for your skin. But so I've got a really fine tip Sharpie. 
It's bad for your skin. I can connect the dots. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, sure there's some kind of pattern. You just want to play the game, don't you, baby? I do. It's so fun. <laughs> it's like a kid in that little book where you had to draw. Oh, my God. And then you had to, you know, mm. you know, draw, like, yeah. different Disney characters and stuff. Or and it could have been a Scooby-Doo. Only a little more adult. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can connect enough dots to make something. I'm sure you could. <laughs> and on that note... Uh, until next time. I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thanks for listening to American Polly. <laughs>